strength is just having the confidence and belief in yourself that you can achieve something that you set out to do. What's up, people? Welcome back to episode two of the Wake Up With Wellbrick podcast. I'm your host, yours truly, Chris Wellbrick. All right, first off, I want to give a huge thank you to everyone who checked into episode one last week. It was awesome to get behind the mic, talk about my reflections and experiences in 2021, and just kind of get the ball rolling with season two of the show. Now, what I'm super excited about is to announce our first featured guest, Vanessa Gonzalez, She is a trainer and wrestling coach up in Anchorage, Alaska. She's got an amazing and transformational story that I can't wait to share with you guys. But first, before we get started, go ahead over to Instagram and follow us at Chris Welbrook. Uh, To support us, please go to patreon.com backslash wakeupwithwellbrook. And for a full episode listing, as well as some details about the show, please visit us at wakeupwithwellbrook.com. All right, people, let's hit it. Super excited to be joined today by one of my very good friends and old friends, um, Vanessa Gonzalez. She is a trainer and wrestling coach in, are you in Anchorage, Alaska? Is that where you're at? Yes. Okay, awesome. But I've just, uh, I've, you know, I've learned a lot from her story and I just would love to hear kind of, you know, you just talk about anywhere, anything you want to talk about. We can just get started from, you know, from your high school days and, and kind of go through the struggles that you've been through and, you know, how that's impacted what you're doing in your life now. All right. Uh, so start from the beginning. <laughs> sure. Whatever you want to do anywhere you want. Awesome. Okay. So, well, I guess to start from the beginning, you start from your upbringing and yeah. a big part of my high school days were the poverty that we came out of. So I'm first generation American. Um, my, I was first person in my family to be born here in, in the U.S. So we come from very hardworking folks, but in saying that minimum wage for most of our lives. So um, a lot of our pursuits, me and my sisters, we've all been very uh, like hardheaded and, and hardworking because of how hard we saw our parents working. Um, and so I was very, very bright growing up. And all of a sudden I moved to California because I lived in Miami for a lot of my life for uh, my elementary years. I moved to California and all of a sudden it wasn't cool to be smart. So I like dumb things down way, way much, way much. And it's part of what we were talking about where uh, come high school, I was very involved in everything. So I plugged into every sport I could because it was free at that point. Everything before that I couldn't afford. And I loved movement. It's part of what I do now. So as soon as we became free and accessible, uh, come high school, because pay high was my first opportunity. Um, I did softball. I had someone uh, trying to recruit me for wrestling and I wanted to play basketball instead. And the coach just kept saying, Vanessa, come out for wrestling. And then one of my really good friends, Simone, said, Vanessa, just come to one of the practices. And she was also in band with me. She was also in a lot of like uh, different classes with me. And I said, fine, I'll go to one practice. I go to one practice. We start tumbling. I fall in love and then ended up doing it for the rest of my high school career. And again, I'm a wrestling coach now. So it's a big part of like what I came back to. Um, And what I learned through wrestling, it was the very first sport in which um, it was solo. It was one-on-one, but it was also a team sport. And I I love camaraderie. Mm -hmm. I love working as a team. I love pumping my, my peers up. And what I 
had to struggle with actually in wrestling was a lot of my demons would come out in my matches. Like I'd be, uh, you know, third, um, third match, you know, in a, in a tournament, I'd be on bottom. I'm down by one against a really, really good person. And all of a sudden there's a little word of doubt, like, nah, you, you don't have this. And, uh, and I, I basically like quit mentally. And the second I quit mentally, uh, you know, I'd be over and I'd be pinned. Right. So I was never great. I was never a star athlete, but I loved the sport and I loved the struggle and I loved how intense it was and I loved how hard practices were. And so, uh, I continued to do it while I was wrestling. I was also doing softball. I was also in marching band. I was also in theater. Um, and I plugged into as much as I could. And it, that was my escape from being at home is, um, you know, the freshman year, I actually had a really good friend, um, really close friend of mine, um, almost take his life. And since freshman year, I was like, just this dark cloud, which we didn't talk about this either, but my uncle was also murdered when I was a freshman. So oh. I was super close to him. And that kind of onset, my closest friend almost taking his life, my uncle being murdered. Um, I went into like this thing of trying to run. I was running from what was going on at home. I was running from what happened to my uncle. I was, I was just running, running, running. And I was mm. trying to find positive outlets but all the while, it was just me. It was not, I still wasn't dealing with, right. with the things that were happening. I never went to therapy over what happened to my uncle. We talked about it maybe a little bit uh, within my family. Um, but more so, we were trying to protect my mom because I was her brother. And she has a lot of health issues. And we didn't want her to be super upset. So, and, and by upset, I mean sad. So it was almost like, okay, this event happened. Let, let's keep on moving on as a family. Let's, let's keep hustling. So we're all hustling, right? My sister was doing her thing in school. And um, so, yeah, escape, 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 any which right. way I could. Um, then uh, I graduate high school. So graduate high school, I come back to um, LMC. So that's where I met your mother, Chris. Mm. Uh, I go to LMC. And I get called back to come assist and assist coach um, at the high school. And there was like a little moment of why they call me out of all people. I wasn't great. Mm. Um, and there was a connection in the, in the team. And, and I'm sure that connection like reached out and said, and recommended me. So, right. um, so I went back and, and started coaching. I said, Hey, why not? Another, another escape, right? So something right. else to fill my plate. <laughs> and um, it was then that I realized how much I loved, I would say teaching is, is what I would call it. Mm. Um, teaching people what they can do that they don't know they can do yet. And, and it's not that I like taking the credit. I just find pure joy out of uh, someone finding the aha moment and finding their confidence. And, and it could be, it could be biology because I was a, a tutor later on in life. Mm. Um, it can be teaching something, just something that I, I understand and just help them just get to that next level right. of themselves, mentally, physically. Um, so that's where I learned that I really like to coach and I really like to, to help. Um, and um, within that, though, I was still I still had a lot of turmoil within myself. I was not doing well in, in community college. Um, I was still kind of messing around as far as like being way too busy to commit to any one thing. My right. grades look terrible. And um, mid mid year, mid wrestling season, I decide to uh, 
to to move and I, I went to Sacramento so there's about an hour out mm. from where I normally was coaching and I completely moved to um, another city and this was mid-season so I felt I did feel compelled to to finish off I was getting really close to some of these girls uh, and so they had a tournament and I went to that tournament to, to kind of be my last hurrah um, before I move on to a different college. And um, I get called in for a coaches meeting, quote unquote. Um, there was alcohol there. I get off with some alcohol. I said, no, thank you. Um, no, thank you. Wasn't taken. Um, you know, they didn't just take that. So they kept pressuring me and pressuring me. And, and I do, re re I don't want to say regret. I, I always held it above me that I was not mentally strong enough to stick to my nose. Mm. And the fact that I allowed myself to be peer pressured to take in the alcohol and just, just do it. Um, I always held that over my head for a very long time until very recently. Um, I pride myself in being strong. I, I do show it outwardly, mm. but it's almost like I do, I, I'm in the gym all the time. I'm trying to get stronger. Uh, it's almost like that cover up because for a long time I was like, I, sh I was too mentally weak to stick to my guns and say, no, I don't want alcohol. And you shouldn't be offering it to me because I'm underage. Right. Um, so that person, that coach was in the wrong for offering me alcohol. Yes, I could. And I, I, I wish I was there for my younger self to say, Hey girl, <laughs> to say, no, just walk out of here. But yeah. I grew up in my culture. My culture was to be respectful my culture was to um, to respect your elders. And I came from a family where the man is the um, the head of the table and you got to respect them no matter what. So this person, I, I grew to learn to respect him because he became, I could see his mentorship to other girls. And I really did appreciate that. And I appreciated what they were doing in, in the wrestling space for these mm -hmm. females that I, I grew to love. And out of that respect, I completely undermined myself and I threw away all those red flags and I, I self-doubted I doubted myself and and so I did drink and guess what I'm the type where if I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it I'm not just gonna sift or just pretend and and a part of me did not feel right in doing that um but you know in the moment one thing leads to another um I was taken advantage of despite myself being underage, despite not, um, I shouldn't have been drinking and, uh, my life completely changed from then on. So, um, after that, um, that time, again, me trying to respect people, um, the morning after I was going to just try to turn the page, move on out and go back home and kind of forget about the whole situation. And life decided that something else is going to happen. <laughs> Um, a friend of mine, uh, I asked to meet up with her and instead of me, you know, putting on the strong suit that I normally put on and pretend everything's fine or be goofy Ness the way, uh, everyone in high school knew me to be, I completely broke down and that was very bizarre for my really close friend to see because I was, I was not one to do that. Um, she basically guessed what happened and, um, long story short. Uh, my older sister, and this is a huge blessing for me, uh, she found out. Uh, she told uh, my now mentor uh, about it so that he can uh, let my mother and father know um, because he works with a lot of females. Uh, he works with a lot of youth uh, in one day at a time uh, to 
to navigate these types of situations. So thankfully through uh, Johnny Rodriguez, he told my parents, my dad acted as though any other father would, he went straight to the school and it became a huge lawsuit. So um, this was like, you know, trying to sweep something underneath the carpet and someone just totally grabbing the carpet and fanning all the dirt, you know, that I was trying to hide um, into the open public. And a part of me felt so vulnerable. Um, I felt like something I thought I was going to be able to run away from became a, even now is a part of my life now. Um, and I had two options, either keep running or, or slowly face this, this thing that happened in my life that, that totally took out all my self-esteem, um, that crushed my confidence, that, um, was so terrible that in fact, physiologically, my body was reacting to it. Um, because this person was in a physical gym space, anything that was uh, workout related, um, wrestling related would literally cause a panic attack within me. And I was so angry with myself that I was again, mentally weak. That was what I was associating these physiological sensations that um, I'm, I'm weak, right? And I, I wanted to be the strong one. So um, I told myself, I asked myself, how can I get over this? Because therapy was not an option. Because again, therapy was quote unquote for the week, which is not something mm. I, I believe whatsoever. Um, but what I tried to do instead was find something that would physically cause the physiological reaction. For me at that time, it was CrossFit. So something very intense. And the second my head went back to that negative space years before when I was wrestling, maybe I would start ha to have a panic attack and I would literally just try to calm myself down. And I thought that by doing that, I was, I was getting over this thing um, and moving forward. That is what I thought. Um, but uh, here I am 10 years later, I'm still in the physical space. I'm a personal trainer now and I, I help people again, try to find the slightest bit of strength that they didn't know that they had, the slightest bit of confidence. And I'm also back in the wrestling world, um, assisting girls in coaching, but also with Alaska Girls Wrestle, our, our dream is to use wrestling, not to just help girls get to college. So we do want that. We wanna help promote as many girls that wanna go to college, that wanna go to the military, that wanna go to the trades, we want to use wrestling to help you physically and mentally get there to give you the confidence and tools to do that. But more importantly, we want to use it to, to help girls uh, become confident in their own bodies and to man demand their own space and to confident in their decisions to say no, if no is the answer, um, to be able to talk to each other when, when things don't feel right. Because unfortunately, what happened to me is very common in the wrestling world. Um, and uh, we also have a dream because Alaska is so prominent in domestic violence and uh, sexual assault and substance abuse and sex trafficking. Um, because we're one of the highest states per capita in all of those, uh, we are hoping that if we can use wrestling um, as a tool to help these vulnerable populations move forward. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's, it's like my story. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Um, but that, that's kind of our dream. So that's what we're doing with Alaska Girls Wrestle. We're brand new now, but it, it brings this, what happened to me full circle 
and and gives it a purpose instead of using it to victimize myself, which I think a lot of times I did. I totally did. It, it gives me some more power to say like, well, I'm going to use this for good and yeah, use it as my passion to help other females mm-hmm. and hopefully to eliminate what happened to me as much as we can and educate yeah. people. Right. So. Wow. Well, first of all, thank you so much for your strength and vulnerability. I mean, this is inspiring. I was, I was talking to you earlier. I don't, I don't know how people have that strength. I admire it so much um, just to get up here and tell your story. I do have a question for you though. You, you mentioned, you know, before you were putting on, you didn't, you were trying to put on your quote unquote strong suit. Right. And that you like, I would love to hear like, how has your idea, your definition of strength changed and evolved through this right because you before strength was i'm just going to do everything i can i'm going to work out as much as i can then i'm going to be strong i'm going to sweep everything under the rug how has that changed wow that's that's a good question (laughs) that's why i'm a teacher yeah (laughs) you know what's funny is people have always said and you ask any of my sisters we are naturally strong like naturally we have that baseline Mm. strength Uh, Mm. my oldest would laugh because uh she believes it too despite those compliments i never thought i was and i i'm like i get those compliments i'm like but i'm I'm not for me it was all mental like if i could be mentally strong then i'd I'd feel strong um so and for a long time i was like well this is what i'm gonna wear so if i'm strong yeah all the pull-ups right all the push-ups all the things that quote-unquote uh, females can't do, I was going to show that, yes, we can, and we can do it better. We can do it, you know, just, and I was always the more often than not, I was the female that impressed people with my physical feats, but no matter how many times I'd get the compliment in my head, there is this thing like, nah, eh, if you only knew, right. right. And it, it, so for me, strength is just having the confidence and belief in yourself that you can achieve something that you set out to do. Um, and it doesn't mean you actually achieve. It's just that confidence that you have in it. So it could be uh, setting a goal educationally and just knowing, I don't know what the path looks like, but I know in myself, I'm going to do it. It's just, it's right. done. Right. I, I set it out. So I'm going to do it. Um, it. It's, it's, that's number one for me. That's what strength looks like. And you can, you can lift all the weight in the world for me, but if you don't have that confidence in yourself, then I, I, it, we're not quite there yet. So that's how my, my definition, I think it's always been there and I've chased it. And I, I've, I, I wouldn't even say I'm there yet, <laughs> but my confidence in myself whoop, is like, especially right after that event. But even before then, like confidence in myself was like through the, through the floor. <laughs> mm. And, and I think I expressed that in, in in the way I was approaching life in general, I think if anyone looks at what I was doing, a lot of people saw my potential and they would be like, you're in all AP classes. Why aren't you going to college? But I was skipping all my AP classes. Uh, I was definitely running and it was, it was that lack of lack of confidence, which again, that's how, that's what I correlate strength with. So mm. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that that it's so often misunderstood, like that strength is only physical, right? Like I go back so many times it's in the third period of the third match of, of a wrestling tournament, right? Mm. You've been there since weigh-ins at 6am, you haven't eaten, whatever. Now it's 4pm. 
And that's where, for me, that's where strength is. It's like, how yes. bad do I really want to get to that next level? Yes. Um, that sometimes those 10 seconds or 15 seconds feel like 10 hours, right? Right. As you're putting through it. So, um, right. wow. This has been, your story is so inspiring. And I love that it's come in full circle to being back on the mat and, and helping girls, you know, wrestling super big in Indiana. Um, mm-hmm. and our school is like super big in it. Um, but it's just, it's so just, ah, I'm just at a loss of words, honestly, that, you know, I'm so excited that this is going to be the, the interview that's kicking off. I just, like it sets the bar so high, right. Oh. For vulnerability. Um, but also just for like, like, oh, like shit, you're just, you're just an incredible person through and through. And I just love that, that, that strength, that, that mental, that physical strength is, it's just it's showing up in all areas of your life, you know? So, you know, I really need to get on the kettlebells though. You need to send me that kettlebell routine because I asked a long time ago and, uh, I definitely need to get on that though. So yeah. Any, yeah. 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 Send it to you. Sorry. Okay, good. Any, no, any closing thoughts on this, um, before we wrap uh, this up? Yeah. Just with anyone who's thinking that, Oh, I do have a story, but I don't know if I want to share it. Uh, first thing Chris told me was that this might resonate with somebody and for it to resonate with Chris makes it totally worth it to, mm. to share with me and, and to share my truth. And uh, the second thing is I listened to your first season, Chris, and I cannot believe the leaders I heard this. They're finding out what I took me 10 years to find out about this story. They're doing it way earlier. We're, yeah, one of the guests, just the way they're turning things around and finding the purpose in their their suffering and, and creating positive changes with that is super uh, inspiring me for inspiring for me to listen to and to hear and and so motivating. And I, I just hope that you guys, your, your students can continue to encourage each other to mm-hmm. speak out and to share um, what they've gone through and, and share what they've learned through it. And I, I hope that I can't wait to, to listen to the rest of season two. So. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Um, and uh, I'm just so excited to put this together and uh, just to hear all the feedback from this one as well. So thank you yeah. so much. And thank you, Chris. You are so welcome.